Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Nalikul Twang, another episode with me, Leslie, Shads, and Doggy. Doggy, how are you today? Blessed and highly favored, COVID-free, and pressing on. <laughs> Keep doing that. Keep doing just that. Staying COVID, staying COVID-free for one, and definitely pressing on. Shads, you have the same sort of feeling. I'm pressing on, yes, pressing on. Uh, feeling good, trying to cope as best as possible. Uh, feeling fattened and great coming out of the long weekend, the Easter long weekend. Had lots of fish and lots of bun and cheese. We were on our 10th box. We're currently on our 11th. And yeah, I have no shame about it. You know, because you don't have any shame about it, I'm not even going to say nothing about it. Honestly, <laughs> with your double digit box, you're for shame. Can you want to go? What? I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to leave it alone and let the listeners take from that that you want to go. And I go love food. <laughs> yes, as we Period. could tell in the last podcast. As we <laughs> could tell in the last podcast, Miss Chickenfoot. Um, <laughs> On my end, it was more of the same. I got to hang out with my cousins and my aunts this weekend, and it was so good, you know, being surrounded by family and relaxing. I mean, it's always a good time when family is able to congregate in any single space. And speaking of family, that's actually what we need to discuss today, Caribbean millennials and how they interact with their family, specifically the difference between what say our parents or grandparents are doing getting married at 17, 18, 21 versus some of us who are 35 and still living in mommy because why not? Come on. We're yes, going to have varying views on it, I'm sure, but we have a lot to dive in. So let's just think about it and deal with it after this. Yo, Shaggy. Yo, Cuz. Okay, so as I alluded to, Caribbean millennials have a whole different experience, I think. For the most part, it seems very different compared to what our parents were doing, who were, I don't say teen moms, but like moms at 20, married at 21. Dougie, tell me, what was your experience like? Well, my parents got married when they were 23 and 25 um, respectively like my, my mom and my dad um, I, I thought that was way too young uh, for them to get married uh, for me personally I believe that you know millennials now are taking a longer time to get married simply because there's so many things that they have to achieve like education they want to own property um, they want to build their careers. I feel like that may be one of the reasons why fewer millennials are possibly getting married at this point or having children. Mm, valid, valid. Shad, do you have a similar scenario? Well, I mean, with my parents, it was different. It's, um, I'm sure they had the intentions of getting married. Uh, they didn't have me at I I mean, they were youthful. I don't think... I think, to me, the age was a decent age because they both were 24 when I was born. 
Um, yeah, my parents are only like a couple of months apart. Uh, and I mean, in comparison to like my grandma, like she had my mom at 21, I want to say. Yeah. And my mom is the eldest of two. So, I mean, if anything, I think my grandma's age was young, a little too young. But I mean, back then, was it considered young or was it considered like, okay, you're old? Um, and yeah, I don't think, I don't think it's, it was such a big deal at them being 24 because from what, from how they describe things, they seemed like they had their head on their shoulders at that age. Um, so, yeah. I think I think both of you um, point to the age group as being in their 20s. And we, well, I can only speak for myself, 20-something seems like, you know, a, a normal age to have a child. My mom had me in her 20s as well. I think my dad was probably late 20s, early 30s. I don't know. They're not same age, but I'm older than 20. Um, but saying all that to say, our millennial group doesn't really do the early child thing. I think out of my group of high school friends, all of them, like the eldest child in the group of my close friends is probably like four, maybe. And we are just in pushing or 30s. So that tells you that everybody started later. And that's just one group of friends. The other group of friends don't even have the inkling or the interest in having a child right now. Or so they say, I'm not sure. But there isn't that desire for kids, it seems. And I, I, I don't know if it's because our parents had us so young or it's because we are thinking that we have nothing but time with the advancements of medicine. Do you agree, Dougie? Uh, definitely. I feel um, like back in the day, there was this push for women to have children at an earlier age or get married at an earlier age because, um, you know, scientifically, women have a, a biological clock. I'm not trying to mansplain, but this is what I've been told. So <laughs> I feel like after a certain age, uh, women felt like, okay, if I did not have a child at this age, I was probably going to have, what is, I guess, a geriatric pregnancy. And there are some people who throw shade at that. They're like, why didn't you have a child earlier? No, I think women are, you know, ex especially in North America, they're, they're freezing their eggs. They're looking for other alternatives. Uh, there are celebrities that had children and were technically never pregnant. So with the advancement in, in medicine, I think more people are like, I guess like shifting their focus from having children right away being super young and uh, building careers before doing that just because they have the option to freeze their eggs or or stir their sperm stuff like that so that's a lot you... of money though yeah I was about to say how do you feel about that because as a woman yourself you can I guess relate to the freezing eggs and the other things that women in our 20, late 20s, early 30s, age group do. But do you think that it's a weird practice? I wouldn't say it's a weird practice. It's not something that I intend on doing. It's not something that I uh, plan on doing. Um, I, for one, would have 
much prefer to have had kids in my late 20s um, because I felt that around that time I had my head on my shoulders for the most part and ideally it would have been kind of lined up with um, the norm because I mean there are millennials that I know that they've they've had kids in their late 20s which isn't bad um, because that's like leading into like your early 30s and it's fine Um, I don't try to look at the whole biological clock thing but I mean the reality is biologically we do have we do have a limit and then it gets risky health-wise so that's if anything for me it's more I don't want it to get to a point where I'm putting myself and my child at risk type of thing. It's not so much as, oh, my God, I need to like have kids now or da 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 da. No, it's just more on a health um, from a health standpoint. And I mean, Dougie, you mentioned the whole uh, freezing eggs and like people could have like surrogates and um, in vitro, but not everyone has that luxury and it's not cheap and especially with the woes that I face, let's be honest, how many of us are actually going to be able to afford to do those things? So for me, I mean, I, you make a good point for me, ideally, um, the good old fashioned natural way, um, would be nice. I still have quote unquote time (laughs) before, Before I start freaking out or panicking or whatever or what some would do, I don't think I will. Um, when it happens, it happens is how I see it at this point. That's kind of like this joke that a friend of mine, when we were, oh, wow, I don't know. I don't want to date myself and I don't want to age myself. But we were young adults, like we were out of teens, just fresh into the 20s or whatever. <laughs> and we went to the beach one day, him and I and another my one of our my girlfriends. And we were heading to the beach and we had a we were randomly having a discussion about childbearing. And he literally said, At 30, eggs don't turn into powder and go. <laughs> and we were like, What? And he's just like, honestly, I like I, in hindsight, I think he is probably just being really sarcastic. And he realized that we were in shock and the joke was so crazy <laughs> that he just kept the joke, the punchline for a really long time. But there are people who have kind of, I don't know if it's a Caribbean thing or it's just a general thing that we're, as you're approaching your 30s, it's kind of like this, you know, a picnic type situation. No. From the Caribbean perspective, even being here in the diaspora, Dougie, do you feel judged if you don't have a child in your 20s by your peers, Um, by older Caribbean people? I mean, honestly, like I've gone to family functions and I mean, these are all older Jamaican people. So, you know, I've had like, so, you know, know, like when I get married and like everything just goes in my head. Like I do, I don't know if you've seen that meme with the woman trying to do math. Like that's the <laughs> meme in my head. 
I'm like, rent, car payments, like, I'm going to add someone else plus a child into that, pampers. Like, I'm doing so much math at that time. I was like, not right now, you know. There's nothing, there's, there's no way around it. But then I also understand that they're from this culture where having children at a, at a younger age was something that was, that was prevalent and it was something that they just did. Um, I believe that with the gradual shift that millennials have decided, hey, maybe, maybe like children aren't for me. And, and I have friends who have said, you know, children aren't for me. I've had family members who have said, you know, maybe I'll adopt. Um, if it gets too late, but I, I feel like a rite of passage for older Caribbean people, get married, have a child, you don't even have to take care of the child half the time, but you just mm -hmm. need to have it to say, I did this, I have achieved this goal, and that's it, and I, and I applaud anybody who's had a child at this point in their 30s, and I have family members, and I have friends who've done so, but I, I usually feel these people are married, and they've they're in a place where they can't afford it. Because when we think about marriage and children, we don't ever think about the economic factor of it all. Like, That's true. I, I've heard, it? I've heard like too many times, just have the baby, you'll figure it out after. And I'm always looking at people <laughs> like, are you crazy? Like, oh, like, like, I'm makes trying sense. to like financially take care of myself alone. And it's like, okay, um, I'm supposed to add someone else into the equation. I just feel like that's so selfish if I'm not able to like take care of them the way that like my parents took care of me type of thing. And that's just like the standpoint that I'm coming from. I mean, not to say that like my parents had all the money, money in the world, but I know they made sacrifices, but it's still like, I don't know. I just don't want to come off sounding selfish. It's just, like Dougie was saying, that meme with the lady doing math comes up and I'm just like, um, I know I live in a country that they literally, we have Daddy Warbucks as a prime minister, it seems. Um, just how the government operates on a whole, like they literally give you money every month for your kid, um, per child. So some people seem to make it work with what they get and I, I just can't, I I can't. Well, what well, you make you make we make a point that it now that you said it, I can kind of dissect it because we live in Canada where you're getting funds for baby, babe. That you said, oh, you call him Daddy Warbucks. <laughs> um, getting funds. Daddy Warbucks is the government <laughs> of Canada. <laughs> but except from Daddy Warbucks, um, is it? Could it be that we're too pragmatic? Is it that our generation, we are too jaded by the experiences of our peers? I mean, we are also the generation growing up that watched the original seasons of Teen Mom. We watched um, all of these shows about 16 and pregnant. We, are we Maury. Jerry Springer, like, are we jaded? <laughs> <laughs> with this whole idea of family and kids because of how because we were, were that generation that was straddling the line and we evolved from analog to digital I feel like it's a mix of both Literally. I feel like it's a mix of both um, I don't think it's um, one or the other where 
because again, it's not every millennial that's holding out on having children and just focusing on their careers. There's a lot of them that have already like pulled the trigger um, and got married and had kids and it works for them. And there are others. Fans, did you say yes. pull the trigger? <laughs> <laughs> no comments. <laughs> Shotgun wedding in the window received. And okay. Yes, it's as as some people will call, call it backwards, but I mean, is it backwards? Whereas, like, there are people who are in common law relationships or just in a relationship, and they have kids and they haven't got married yet, or they already live with each other. So it's like there's so many, like, we are not doing it the traditional way. That is for sure. I mean, I mean, to piggyback on your point, Shadia, um, one of the reasons why we're not doing it and the same way is that if you check the stats for divorces between millennials um, or among millennials rather it it's a lot lower the rate of divorce is a lot lower and the reason for this is that millennials take a longer time before getting married so they get to know the person first then they think about okay so we have assets how does that go you know should there be a divorce because if we if we were to look at like people around the same age as our parents or our parents when there's a divorce there's like this horrible split and 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 assets go this way and that way and then someone is left with little or nothing especially if you're not from a family with money millennials are like dialing that back and they're saying okay we both have assets we should probably sign a prenuptial agreement um should should ish hit I the fan i think in ontario I don't quote me on, t- on it. I can't. I don't know if they change the rules. It's alimony. Like whoever makes the most is the one that has to pay up. If there's no like prenup or you stuff like that. <laughs> then if he's a woman who make enough money, like why would they would ever fucking money? <laughs> you mean like Adele? You know that Adele probably have to pay a hundred, a hundred and forty million pounds. I don't know. I don't live in our house. The judge said Minus the, judge, the paper. Them miss the the news article. That she cough up that funds. <laughs> 140 million pounds to a man when they were singing a song in him like God, it have to come take me out, you know. I would have to transition to whatever, transition to the afterlife. I don't know what the terminology is. And somebody else would have to, 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 to um, take on that burden. Come my estate and paint it. album's going to be lit. <laughs> All because of it. <sighs> it would have to be. <laughs> Better I can cover those bills. You know what you know what the audience is telling you that that Lexus song stop having relevance. Well, it has more relevance now. Pitney now who am I not? Let's pause and get right back into the conversation. <laughs> so we're back, we're back, we're back talking about millennials you know what i don't i want one word answers from both of you are millennials afraid of marriage shads yes or no i am not the voice of the nation i'm not the voice of the generation i am speaking (laughs) give me an impartial answer yes Uh, or no it's quick thinking we're not okay dougie millennials Uh, afraid of marriage yes or no yes ah Ah, uh, uh, that is exactly what I expected. I expected varying answers just because 
we we've had enough discussions amongst ourselves to know how each of us think and there is a big split in our generation and another bigger split separate and apart from getting married and having kids is how we interact with our families so as a caribbean millennial you can relate to your friends back home most of them in their 20s in their 30s live with their parents i remember my first job as a teenager i was like 16 or whatever yeah it's probably 16 I was my first summer job or whatever and I met this girl and she was saying oh she was like in her mid to late 20s and she's like the day I turn 18 I walk out of my mother's house I just go go down our courts go buy a mattress and go look at a place and I looked at her funny and I was like (laughs) you voluntarily took yourself (laughs) you voluntarily (laughs) did that and she's like, yeah, that's how I'm proving my adult. I'm like, so you voluntarily decided to go to hard work. They're like, and as I was in shock, because I mean, I'm a teenager, whatever. And 18 was around the corner. Like 18 was two years. 18 was in an upper six heading into university. So her speech was very jarring to me. But I figured, you know, it's because I sheltered. It's because I young, whatever. Grow up now and I meet more people who have that mentality. Like their parents say, Yo, we have a, a baby by my rules and laws. So as the clock strikes up on their 18th birthday, they're out like a lightning bolt. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, cool. So this is the norm. But then on the other hand, I have a solid group of friends who are chilling at home, 30, living their best life. Best you know, life. come home, take care of mommy, taking care of grandma, whatever. And there, this is not to disparage any side of the coin. It's just to say that as people from Caribbean heritage, I don't think that the bulk of us feel as if leaving the nest is a requirement at 18, although it's glorified on TV. But I, I don't know. I think maybe I'm coming from a perspective that's, as I said, very myopic, very sheltered. So, Dougie, weighing on this, do you think that... The fact that, or better yet, maybe I'm wrong. Is it a fact in your in your experience that Caribbean nationals like to stay at home for as long as possible? Um, I think uh, if you if you look at it economically and you're trying to build yourself, yeah, you're gonna stay at home, um, especially if you're single and not married. Uh, even if you have kids, you're more likely to stay at home. However, I and this is just my personal opinion. For a lot of people who haven't moved out for university, they haven't left their countries, I feel like sometimes it stifles growth because your parents still kind of coddle you. So when you move out into the working world or you move out into your own apartment, like you don't you don't understand how certain things work and it's like a shock to you. So yeah, like stay at home for as long as you want, but there's going to be a point that if you can move out, you probably should, especially if you're dating. Like and you're in a serious relationship, you you should probably move out and start to to build your own nest and, and see how you grow because staying at home and then leaving the nest and going into an apartment when you get married or whatever, you're going to have so many questions and you're probably going to be eloquent. But once upon a time, that was the thing to do. Like people stayed, like people were in relationships, but they were still living at their parents' house and they didn't move in and live with their partners until they were married. Hence why there were wedding showers with a bunch of gifts that were house related. 
because it was for your house as a couple. But I mean, flash forward to our generation, those things don't really happen anymore. Like how many wedding, how many wedding showers occur where people are buying house related gifts? I mean, because people are really- <laughs> all about vacation and, and money for mortgage because they moved in before the wedding because they had to test exactly. out if they like live with each other. It's different now. So, but I definitely get um, your It's I, a whole I definitely new get thing. your points too and your opinion, uh, Dougie. That's for sure. It's I agree with you because, yeah, there are some people who like they'll never know the taste of living on their own at some point. Like, I mean, I had that uh form of freedom when i was living on um res when i went to university so i wasn't at home all the time and i mean i'm blessed that i have parents that aren't helicopter parents so it's like even though i'm at home i still have like freedoms and i'm still but i'm still respectful of that and um it hasn't hindered my dating life i don't have to yo (laughs) (laughs) So what we're not gonna do is we're not going to even try and slander anybody slander. or slander anybody on this podcast right now. Okay. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, I, is why I live by myself. <laughs> I was like, I'm keeping I'm keeping any of Zip I'm slips. keeping my private life private. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, Doggy, no, you know, oh, I slander you upon oh, oh, the Beyonce internet. Well, let me right. you, yeah? <laughs> right. Oh, oh, <laughs> gloves have been drawn. Um, <laughs> it's just one of those weird things that I always think about because it's so bizarre to me, especially not having a helicopter parent, but having like very involved parents. It always boggled my mind when people were having this yearning to be on their own and then I thought to myself is it because I wasn't stifled or is it because I'm lazy like why I don't care one way or the other you don't like cook. and then as I go <laughs> you don't like cook. wait a sec you don't like cook. there you go That's there cook. you go you're, you're by eat, yourself you eat some, to cook. eat some curry since <laughs> you eat some curry since and I'm cook it and was that I and it is lovely so lovely <laughs> <laughs> but that was that's besides the point. The point is just that I couldn't relate to it, but I also know that there, I don't want to, to get wrong statistics because my statistics could be completely off and it could just be a reflection of my microcosm of friends. But the the appeal to be like going out there to go accumulate rent just because you want to go to <laughs> What is true? Just like how you want to go to a party to park, like you can go to a party to park, like where your parents do. Just make sure you say you're coming quiet. Hello, like I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of it too simplistically. And on top of that, it's mostly boys that I say yearning for this freedom. Like racial man to man is a man. I'm not a guy to speak on that, but from observation, I noticed that men do love their freedom more than women. I don't know i mean come correct me if i'm wrong dougie but can i ask a question shoot can i ask a question right and i'm gonna I'm do this in my best jamaican accent ever right so if you talk to a boy and i'm doing for the mother that's still the um, boy i'm going to room are you forgetting that i, I... 
I'm not forgetting that, but I mean, how, how long that? Like, how long would that before you said, be, when are you going to move out? Because... <laughs> yes, I'm nice. There is... There I is, think because of where there, the age that we were at during that time, that wasn't a thought. Um, <laughs> did we discuss those things of living together on our own of course i mean those topics come up in relationships but again at the age that we're at like it like almost everyone was living with their parents so it wasn't like oh you used to live with your parents like what it never hindered the relationship in any way so i mean would you do it now mm, yeah <laughs> like <that> you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm sorry okay. all I can do is all laugh right. at this topic because it's so so wild like I know uh, because mm-hmm. Dougie coming with the no holds barred questions mm-hmm. trying to trip us okay. up but I'm just ha- saying okay. no, I, like, I know my mom right I be so crazy about the idea but I mean if they're a really awesome person and they just so happen to still live with their parents or whatever it's not going to be like, I'm not going to have that be like the make it or break it where it's like, okay, well, you live with your parents. I can't date you even though you're this really awesome person because then it's like, I still live with my parents. That's like hella hypocritical. I mean, I'm not, I mean, uh, let's, let's kind of shift gears, right? Because I like to, I like, I like to think that we're we all are grown people. people. We are and grown. I feel. <laughs> you like to think, no, no, no. What you say? Oh, I'm here. Word I true tonight. Okay. So I know my mom. My mom would be like, are you going to do that? You know, are you guys going to do this and that? And I feel like a lot of moms are like that. And I don't know if I could do big people things <laughs> in my mother's <laughs> Right? I can't say nothing because my mother <laughs> listens like, to this podcast. Parents, but I don't know well our parents listen to this podcast. I don't know why you're trying to come for my soul. <laughs> so, yeah, like I don't. I'm I, I I just don't know how how it would work because I know like <laughs> girls are are very like concerned about you know, who's gonna see me coming in and out of your apartment. Well, if you're like thing. if you're being so, promiscuous, that's a different thing. But if it's just like one person, if it's like one person and you just can you imagine me. like the mother the mother call you up and be like, <laughs> baby girl, you know you're Monday, Tuesday just left. Don't go, exactly. don't don't do it. Don't, don't, don't. You put up your valley for that little crisis boy. I'm a loving now. I'm a one son, but don't do it. You're Tuesday. You're Monday. Yo, Tuesday, there are some yeah, just come. I swear there's some parents who are like that. They, they literally do not care to shame their child. Listen. But, Listen. like, I hear what you're saying because, like, yeah, of course, it's like, it will feel weird, but I, I'm at the point, I'm at the stage where, yo, my parents are so tired of asking when am I having kids and when am I getting married that them just stop that they, they have they, they just like you know what like we're just gonna Mama stop asking this question. Yet. we're gonna stop asking Jesus. this question even my grandmother has asked that question no, no, in the past no, nobody <laughs> and I'm Mm-mm. like and then she just stops and then like she literally would check in and like ask like if I'm dating anybody and I'm just like, yo, the fact that my grandmother is now concerned about my dating life and that her her first grandchild is 
has not been mind you none of our grandkids are married yet but like <laughs> i am the eldest so it's just like okay at this point i guess everyone was just expecting that i was going to have kids and be married by now because i had already passed the threshold and i kind of like had a marker for where i was hoping to and it's not like i was like okay I know it's bad, you can't plan your life because nothing is guaranteed. I would joke and say there's like a four-year gap. Like I would base it off of a four-year gap because there's a four-year gap between my grandma and my mom and then from when they had their firstborns. And so I was banking it off of that, where it's like a four-year gap from when um, my mom had me. So that would have been 28. That has already passed. I I don't care if I'm exposing my age or not. And that has already passed, but now I'm like aiming for, okay, when she had my brother. So there's still a window of hope <laughs> there because there's still some time. But I mean, I still, I live with my mom. And if for me, I would ideally, I would like to have like my own place and have my own and have my kids. Um, so I always find it interesting that she would ask that when she is fully aware of what my living situation is they definitely just stopped asking (laughs) i don't know if they think that i just don't yeah do you guys get the same pressure don't care anymore (laughs) uh honestly i think i think in jamaica it's, it's a lot more prevalent like there people will like walk up to you and say say nah breed again and you you think about like so just have a child and have a baby mother the whole drama thing there's no love my child is in like this this weird baby daddy baby mommy kind of situation and and people are okay with that i think in jamaica a lot of people are like yo just up to you it's like just have the kid just for having the kid's sake and they don't care what happened after that so for men i feel like in Jamaica, there is there is a pressure, there is some pressure to to have a child among like I want to say more along the lines of like the less educated groups. Um, they will be asking you, yo, you're not about fitness. But I feel like for more educated people, they will ask you about marriage first before they go into having a child. Okay. But the, the pressure, the pressure is there though. It's it's definitely there for males. I think for men, they can deflect by just dating some random girl and people yeah. date a random girl. I feel like if you're, she, she, she could be a baby mother. I, know, like, I think that girl. works. Like I think it's like in terms of just dating somebody, I think it's like the same way. Where it's like as long as you're like in a relationship, people will at least stop asking you some questions. But at a certain point, they do start to bring up. If you're dating, they do start to bring up the whole. So when you get married. <laughs> But it's like, where is this going? Yeah. Where is this going? Like, Leslie, yeah, because like... clearly my 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 future plans with my partner is going to stop the world from spinning on its axis. Anyways, I think we're at the end of this podcast. We've had a good discussion about millennials, babies, and families. Uh, final thoughts, Dougie. Uh, in the grand scheme of things, I think marriage is about love. Um, it's about economics and I believe that if you're going to get married you should ideally get married to someone that you love someone who is able to rock with you when when times are rough and I believe that if a child comes from marriage 
that's great. It sounds very Christian and very prudish. Um, however, if you have a child out of, of out of wedlock, I mean, the child is there. Treat the child with as much respect, given the life that you you didn't have yourself, or even better, and uh, make the most of the life. And if not, just continue to live. I mean, what what is for you will still be for Shads. you. I mean, I'm a strong believer in marriage. I don't think having a kid will solidify a marriage we all know that that's not the case for a lot it's just a matter of if you are someone that wants to have kids just make sure that it's with someone that is has a good spirit has a good head on their shoulder and ideally they have the same values and um want the same things for that child and um it will make parenting easy and if God forbid, like things don't go well between the two of you. At least you could co-parent, at least in a sane way, in a respectful way, in a peaceful way, where it won't um, affect the child and their um, upbringing, and even carry into their adult life. Cool, cool. Um, my final thoughts are: Peyton at home and Adjo. No, 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 no. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> to be honest, through this whole conversation, that's not moving through my head just because it's just so apt. Jesus did not come uh, down off the cross. However, <laughs> uh, true, Easter just gone. I should have been that. Um, but I just will say that relationships, family relationships, romantic relationships, all of them, <clears throat> and parenting, as I guess based on my observation, all of them are hard to navigate. And you just need to have some solid people in your corner, whether it be your parents, whether it be your partner, just ensure you surround yourself with solid people and you'll have the best results. That's what I think and that's what I ascribe to. So before we go, we will, of course, have to do our big up. And as much as we've stopped talking about COVID, our big ups will continue to be for those people who are working on the front lines, those essential workers and essential services who are keeping us sane. Yes, internet people, I'm talking to you. Everyone keeping the phone lines and the internet up, everyone keeping their masks on the hospital to keep people alive longer. All of the healthcare, food care, and all the other essential services, we thank you. And the we definitely the clean the, the place good and proper because today them just about how six feet might not be enough on the news and a stress right out <laughs> um so yeah them so like them check something and the, the particles stay in the, the air for four seconds and it can't go further than six let's feet. not scare the masses but yeah yeah but you know let to say everyone who's been keeping us safe and healthy while we're doing our part by staying at home together thank you thank you thank you and big up big up Okay, and of course, before we go, we have to leave you with another little twang proverb because we're teaching a little bit of Jamaican each time you come on this podcast, for sure, for sure. And this week's proverb is, if you want good, your nose have to run, which is literally translated into English to mean, if you want something good, your nose has to run. And that means success requires hard work. I'm sure you guys can all 
figure out how that ties into this week's topic, be sure to check us out on our Instagram page at nalikletwong or email us at no.likkletwang at gmail.com to join the conversation. We want to hear from you. But until the next time, this is Leslie signing off.